Welcome to this segment of Soul, Silence, and Sound. This is brought to you by Be Simply. Simply, this is Suzanne Toro, and I want to thank you all for being here in this moment. And this is also a soul, silence, and sound segment for this week. This is the seventh full moon in this annual solar cycle, and some are calling it a quote-unquote blue moon by Gregorian account. However, if we just move with the cycle of a lunation, uh, there's really no such thing as a blue moon in that cycle. So I'll just let that be right there. I'm really uh, hoping to encourage everyone to uh, really dive a little deeper into their lunar energy and move away from the quote-unquote banker's calendar. Yeah, we have to use it in the day-to-day world as we're set up in this present moment. However, for your own personal tracking and inspiration and evolution and transformation, I encourage you to meet it moon by moon while we have this beautiful mechanism to give us these mile markers. So as always, I encourage you to really gather up this energy and the potency that arrives at the full moon. And some of you might be noticing this. Also, uh, many have had a lot of strife since this lunar cycle started. And I encourage, no matter how you've experienced this moment, that you look around from your inner world to the outer world. And you will be able to see what's happening for you versus uh, people sharing what's happening perceptually for all. And the reason this is important is this will allow you to retain and potentially realign with your sovereignty and your free will. When we have complete uh, command over ourself, then we are more than likely to be able to serve self and others without uh, manipulations coming from the external world and internal manipulations. And a lot of that is because of programs that we've been given over this lifetime and our ancestors have received from lifetimes before us. And if we make these corrections right now, it'll help our ancestors in the future. So as we enter this passage in the northern hemisphere, we're coming up on the transition into fall. We are officially in late summer, and this is a beautiful time to work on trust. And what I would say just by looking out into the world, uh, a lot of people are reflecting they don't know who to trust, and they're realizing that who they thought they could trust, they realize they can't. And so trust starts from within and this is a beautiful time to really anchor in your inner knowing that's why that grabbing onto your own sovereignty 
is important because when you know yourself, then you know your code of ethics, you know how you want to move through the world, and you have the opportunity to really serve from such a deep place because there's no games that you need to play because of unhealed wounds or uh, trauma that's still lingering. You know yourself and you know where you stand. And for many people on planet Earth during this brouhaha, they have realized where they stand. And that is so profound. And some are realizing where they stand in this moment and no matter where you're at in your own personal journey, this will continue to evolve as you learn more about yourself and the ecosystem that you're destined to be in in any given moment. That external world in, from a spiritual practice is a reflective mirror of your interior landscape. And so if you look at that way, like mirror, mirror on the wall, you will see the reflection where the mind is, where the heart is, where the physical body is. And this is the mysterious thing that happens is that when we're not true to ourself, to our internal essence, our soul, spirit, our eternal being, the outside world starts to get a little rowdy with us because you're suppressing something that's important to you. And this can come from oppression. This can come from outside energies that are basically trying to keep you from being true to your eternal being. And sometimes when we choose to be true to our eternal being, it can feel overwhelming, like not that it's not possible to really honor your own self and honor who you are. So then it becomes really easy to start blaming people as to why you're not doing that. So during this full moon that's already been rising over the past week and will continue to have potency throughout this following week, I encourage you to harness that energy and stay a little bit more inward as I do on both the new moon and the full moon. Listen, see what comes up, the things that come up to support you and the things that perceptually come up to obstruct you. And both have a beautiful, beautiful purpose. And the things that are coming up to support you really open your heart to receive them. And because of potentially past habits, you may not see them. So whatever's coming to support you, open up your heart and really receive and that which you are seeing as maybe an obstruction or obstacle that's coming up on your path, this is an opportunity rather than to point at someone to one, soften your gaze, just bow down to whatever's in front of you. Two, if you take that moment to soften that gaze and welcome in, I love this friend of humility then you will also start to realize this is your moment to reconcile whatever that perceptual obstacle is and why it's there and then to purify. So you can use the potency of the moon because it tends to have a jolt similar to 
uh, a woman releasing an egg at her time of ovulation usually would occur at the full moon. So that jolt, the extra heat comes up in her body and the release of potentiality is there. And for male embodiment, it's, it's similar. You're not releasing an egg, but it's really a time to harness that energy rather than emotively project it out or even to release it in um, sexual congress because this is a time to retain that energy for yourself. And if you're not in a position where you want to make a baby, then more reason to retain it for yourself. And the same for the feminine. If you are not in a position to make a baby and you are ovulating, I encourage you to uh, be mindful and hold that for yourself rather than take uh, a cosmic chance on that it's your destiny to conceive a child. It's not as easy as they say it is to conceive a baby. So with that being said, I want you to just for a moment, think about what you're ready to can metaphorically conceive what vision you have for yourself over the next few weeks and into the next lunar cycle. And I want you to harness that. And then from there, anything that has been a consistent obstruction to you, maybe it's been there for a while. I welcome you to imagine the energy and the charge of that full moon to purify your system, to help release anything that is impeding your mind or your heart and or physical body as it relates to the external and internal world. Really powerful process. So as we go into this moment, no matter when you're listening to this, by tomorrow afternoon by Pacific Standard Time on the Northern Hemisphere, 6.36 p.m., we will have this opportunity to really feel into that energy and some people feel it ahead of time so if you're already feeling it you might just hunker down and be with it harness it and direct the energy where you want it to go also i would like to encourage each and every one of you to take a moment and see what you're ready to release where there are any little threads that your mind keeps holding on to. You know, when I'm instructing my uh, students, especially meditation students that are ready to dive deeper into it, I, you know, start them off slow, but the, the mind is, is so powerful because it all happens there. We create a lot of these obstructions, delusions, illusions through the mind. And then our, our words and our thoughts lead into actions that can benefit or not. So through meditative repose by releasing, meaning the things that are naturally rising up right now and just letting them go, meaning you don't have to engage, you don't have to do any more analysis paralysis, you don't have to keep revisiting it, woulda, coulda, shoulda, just let it go, let it flitter away. And what most do not realize is this is how cause and effect works is even with your mind. A lot of people are under the impression that their mind uh, 
is their own private space, but it's not. It's a two-way radio and you're sharing it with everyone around you near and far. So this is why in Buddhist and yogic and Taoist teachings and gosh, Vedic and Hindu teachings, uh, the mind is really worked on because it's known because there's a science there that you're transmitting and that it's not polite <laughs> to think about others when you're not invited to do so. So this would look like thinking negative thoughts, even positive thoughts or lustful thoughts or grasping thoughts at someone else that you don't have permission to do this. It creates an imprint. In our Western culture, where we are as at this degradation that we're at, people feel very entitled to have these aggressive thoughts through their minds and feel like, oh, well, no one's going to know. But all things are visible and all things can be felt because we are two-way radios. So what you can do is, A, do not really spend too much time thinking about how many times maybe you misused your mind, take or your words or your physical being, take this moment to really create a line in the sand for yourself and welcome this full moon to purify you. Welcome yourself to come back into center and really hold yourself accountable, not just with your family or your partner or your children, with everyone, all beings, not even if they're your foes, hold yourself accountable there because you create, it's like a piece of spaghetti, a sticky piece of spaghetti. When you send that thought out, it sticks to their field because it involved them. And then you have a thread between the two of you. And so if you want to free up some space for yourself, clear that out. And what it looks like in meditative repose or in a daily practice, if you're working on being more mindful and self-aware, is that when you notice the thoughts come in or an emotion come in, first you realize, is this me or is this them? Them meaning anyone. And from there, really decide, I can just observe this. I don't have to react to it. I can wait 24 to 48 hours a week if I need to before I do anything. And this is why in many cultures during the full moon and the new moon one biological male and female separate number two this is a time to be inward and allow yourself to receive the medicine for yourself so that you can come out of the entry entry into a new lunar cycle and the midpoint really in center point versus causing chaos. And I, I will tell women when they are on their moon cycle that it's really important to hold all those emotions and thoughts and things they might want to lash out or share to really hold it because what's happening is the physical body is shedding, releasing that, and you're going through a healing. But if you release it all, then you're throwing out that energy of spaghetti out and re-engaging that which you're naturally being welcome to release through your physical body. So 
as we go into this meditation, I welcome you to utilize this meditation as an opportunity to come into center with yourself, deepen your understanding of who you are in relation to all that is and is not. And then from there, I welcome you to purify. Use this moon in a way, welcome to receive the energy of this moon to purify the mind, purify the body, purify the heart. Let the past go. It's gone. It's not here right now. It's only you that keeps re-engaging with it and or some of your previous encounters with people, places, and things. So with that being said, I welcome you to come up into an upright seated position, rising up and then dropping those shoulders down once you get that spinal column upright and then a soft gaze down in front of you. And then taking a nice deep breath in and out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Another one. Inhale. And exhale. And then gently from there, I welcome you to follow your natural breathing pattern. And I welcome you to feel with each exhalation, creating more space in your physical temple. And then I welcome you with those exhalations to also create some space in your heart center. And then gently from there, I welcome you to clear out your mind and just dive a little deeper into your quiet, inner, inner aspect of self.
gently from there, I welcome you to gently lean back and recline or move fully into Shavasana, a prone position on your back with your palms facing upward as we transition into receiving sound. As you settle in, just take a nice gentle breath into the heart and out. Again, inhale. And exhale. One more inhale and exhale and then continue to follow your natural breathing pattern.
Hmm.
Taking a soft, gentle breath into your heart center. Gently breathing in. And out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Another one, inhale, and exhale. And gently from there, I welcome you just to bring your awareness back to my physical voice. And I welcome you just to stay where you're at. When you're ready, you can gently roll over onto your right or left side, take a few breaths, and then come up into a seated position. And as we exit out, I encourage you just to be with what arrived and how you are feeling in this moment. And if inspired, taking a moment to just record a few things mentally or in a journal. And I, I really want to remind you what was coming to me to really remind each and every one of you that you are so unique. You are so precious. And each and every one of you has a unique contribution to the whole. And if you can connect to that, that will lead you into this next epoch of mastery. And the reason uh, many are attempting to pull us away from our uniqueness is because potentially those beings don't realize that they have something unique to offer too. And so that can be scary, but I want you to remember that and that uniqueness sometimes ruffles each other's feathers, that uniqueness sometimes creates great inspiration, all kinds of things. Yet remember that you can return back to your center in each and every moment or as needed and continue to offer and serve with your soul, your spirit, your highest expression, your wisdom keeper, that is you. 
not only for self, but for all. So thank you for showing up. Thank you for listening. And remember that you are not a mono species. You are not a monoculture. And you are not to follow the knots. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you are unique. So with that being said, I want to thank Dante Marino, Random Rab, all of you, and Kadri Scott. We're going to exit out with her. Keep it local. May that be a reminder that everything that you are destined to be working on, transforming and figuring out is right around you within arm's reach. And if you're destined to go someplace else in a given moment, you will be led. Until next time, this is Suzanne signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.